Thought Bubble Audio. And welcome to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk about the CW's hit series, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and with me, as always, is my Daxamite friend, Tim. Hi, it's me. I'm Tim. I'm here with you in spirit. <laughs> I'm your yeah. sister planet, Tim. You are. Yeah. Oh, bad news about that. Uh, uh, the Alteron. Anyway. Uh, yeah, just the two of us this week. <laughs> just me and you and nobody else. It's, no. Right? No, that is a lie. That is what? a lie. I have our new guest star, M- Maggie Sawyer. No, huh? wait, no, Monel. No, President <laughs> Carter. Oh God, this is getting embarrassing. This is Palmer. He's a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Palmer's back. Palmer's back. Welcome back to the show. Um, Please listen this time. <laughs> I know we lose so many listeners every time you're on. You do so all the time. Uh, Palmer, Palmer is here. We watched the episode together tonight. Uh, and we couldn't all be together in person, so we're doing a three-way yes. in, a, in, in in spirit. Internet three-way. Yeah. An internet three-way. An intimate internet three-way. Oh, boy. Uh, good to have you, man. Good to have you back. Thank you very much for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Uh, guys, what do you say we uh, start things off by looking at some listener mail, and uh, and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. I like listener mail. Continue yes. forward. All right, let's do this. So uh, we have our first one comes from Lyndon. Some titles for the uh, the Snapper Car segment, um, and I, I I think these are actually pretty pretty clever. So uh, we've got time for this week's Snap Chat, Snappy Comeback, Snap Time, Snapper Rap, Snap Cara Talk, and then finally Snap Attack. Oh my God! Um, I like Snapchat. That uh, might be trademark. Snapchat is pretty is pretty good. Snap Snap Attack's pretty good too. I think, yeah. Um I like Snap Time too, though I think Snap Attack is my favorite. It's got kind of like a snap attack. Yeah. Kind of thing. You know that thing that Snapper Car likes to do? Snap, snap Attack. <laughs> yeah. Um he originally got his name from snapping, so It's true. It makes sense. And he hasn't snapped once. Not once has he snapped. He's got he's got pen all pens in his hand. He can't snap. <laughs> he's holding many pens Clicky all pen. at the same That's time. Close enough. Yeah. Um I like Snap Attack. That's good. Um, I do have something sad about it, though. I don't have one Snapper car. I know. Snap Attack. Not one. Not one. Yeah. I know. Not one. I have a, I have a, I have a situation. Does that count? Doesn't count. <laughs> what about maybe I'll just leave? Yeah, yeah no. It's not, not a good line. No, it's not. No. It's the first no. one that popped in my head. No, maybe it'll be a recurring segment when he says something snappy. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But thank you so much for all those suggestions. Those are those are awesome. I think I think Snap Attack might be the one that sticks. Um, let's move on to an email from Diana. Diana says the CW is treating Supergirl so well. It's amazing how much the show has improved. I'll definitely miss Callista, but I'm ready for the relationship that will develop between Kara and her new jerk guy boss. Can't wait to see what happens next. Uh, yeah, Diana. I, I so I, I think we we got a good peek this week. Obviously, this is all reactions to, to last week's uh, show, but um, last week's podcast. But I think um, I, I think we we saw the you know some some more of of the snapper uh, car relationship there, and I think it's gonna uh, I think it's gonna continue to, to grow. We saw some some good stuff. I th- I thought I um yeah 
I agree. I will miss Callista. Uh, Callista. Callista. Already gone one week, and you can't remember her name. I, <laughs> miss Grant. Um, yeah, I um, I will also miss her, but that's okay. Yeah. The funny thing about Callista is that that's how I uh, I always mistype it as because the O and the I are next to each other. I always type Callista backspace backspace Callista. That's awesome. Callista. So funny you made that typo with your mouth. <laughs> Ew! <This> sounds terrible. <laughs> it's a colossal mistake. Anyway, uh, Susan writes, "Hey guys, wow, what a great episode! The CW is really proving to be a great home for Supergirl. I loved the whole episode. The Super cousins in action, both serious and fun, as well as the Kara and Alex moments were all excellent. Wynn's reactions to Clark were hilarious and mirrored my own. I was happy to finally see some." Kryptonian language in the series, and love that both Jean and Kara use it. I'm going to miss having the amazing cat ran around, but I think the introduction of Snapper Carr did prove antagonistic and interesting enough to provide a different kind of mentor for Kara moving forward. Can't wait for some more Monel in future episodes. Mm-hmm. We got some more Kry- uh, Kryptonian this episode too. We did, yeah, and it's not the first time we had. We did have some last season, but uh, but it was cool to see it coming back for sure. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. 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 And then one final one final point of clarification. So if you remember uh, last week, Tim, we were talking about, uh, you know, how, how uh, Clark was flying back and forth or, or, or could have been flying back and forth between Metropolis and National City if he wanted to. Right. I mean, you know, at the end, he flew back in like two seconds and uh, and immediately texted Kara how he missed her. Well, we said, you know, how God, he flies so fast. Like, why couldn't he less just- than six minutes? Yeah, exactly. Less than six minutes. So uh, Randy writes common belief superman flies at 60,000 miles per hour uh, or 1 mile per minute so using this info it would take 1.8925 minutes to make the commute there you go boys i did the math <laughs> and that's randy so less than 2 minutes to make the commute and he he even attaches a even attaches a screenshot of google maps that's awesome uh, where he goes uh nation- from national city california to metropolis illinois <laughs> Uh, which would take 28 hours driving, uh, but uh, but according to Randy's math, it would take less than two minutes to uh, to, to fly. So thanks, Randy. We appreciate you doing the math because we both suck at math. So he could spend more time with his cousin, but like real humans, doesn't really want to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we'll totally get to we'll totally get lunch together one day. Yeah, no, yeah, never happens. <laughs> yeah, nope, nothing. Nothing. He's like that. He's like that. Like, I miss you, too. Yeah. I'll dig like some cousin false hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm really busy uh, with like yeah. Lex Luthor right now. Is it Lex Luthor in prison? Yeah. Nah. Look, we can catch up at the next family reunion. <laughs> yeah, we can hang out with all the statues in the fortress. It's, it's, it's fine. <laughs> oh, I love my ice father. Yeah. <laughs> he taught me to put one foot in front of the other. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it for our email for for this week. Thank you guys so much for uh, for sending in uh, those to us. Listen, if you uh, want to hear email read right on the show, please uh, send us your emails to supergirltvtalk at gmail dot com, uh, or send us a tweet at TV Supergirl. And and most of all, most importantly of all, uh, please send us your iTunes ratings and reviews. Uh, if you're if you're listening right now uh, and and you don't have your uh, podcast app open leaving us uh, a rating or a review I don't know what to do with you so open it up right now and and write us a, a quick five star review and say Palmer is the coolest 
I'm pretty sure that's a lie, but... Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, I make the rules around here. So Palmer's the coolest. I'm pretty sure that it's a democracy, but thank you very much for assuming that you'd make the rules all by yourself. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> You know, that's, we'll, we'll get into presidential politics in a few minutes. It's here. a democracy. His vote counts twice. Yeah. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's a democracy where I'm the only person who votes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. Are we ready to open up the the floodgates of episode things yeah before we get into the red notebook let's let's give a quick thank you to our friends over at supergirl.tv who make the show possible every week uh they are just the coolest place to get uh, all your source for supergirl news they uh post their reviews uh of, of new episodes freakishly fast after after an episode airs they've always got the the new uh, photo galleries and title and synopsis and and descriptions for uh for upcoming episodes before anyone else um you can get all the trailers you can get everything all in one place one source uh they're our favorite place to get our news they're where we we get most of the stuff that goes out in our twitter account it's it's coming from supergirl.tv uh and you should be following their twitter account as well supergirl tv site on twitter um because it is simply the best source they are a great community um with amazing uh, run by fans for fans ad free uh really really love what they do and and couldn't be happier to have them sponsoring us so thank you so much to supergirl.tv for for sponsoring us once again all right, let's get into that red notebook and start talking. Uh, let's start talking this episode. All right, Supergirl season two, episode three, premiering on October twenty fourth, twenty sixteen, titled "Welcome to Earth." Sound good? We're good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agree. We all agree. We all agree. I'm that gonna, that is I'm the gonna ask if we all agree after every sentence. We start with Mon L on the choking run. <laughs> Do we agree? Do we agree? Yeah. Yes. The choking run, right? Yeah. We agree. Yeah, we agree. Excellent. Um, he is surprised by his powers. Agree? Do we agree? I'll stop now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we start exactly where the last episode left off. Mono, which is like, I'm, I'm going to take care of you. And I woke up and I'm going to choke you out and throw you across the room. And he seems a little surprised by his powers. And he just jettisons his way through the DEO. Um, jumping off the side of the building and sprinting for it. All the meanwhile, Alex has a bazooka, and she's like, it's a Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Typical Monday. Classic Monday. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what are, what are we, what are, any thoughts on this opening scene? Yeah. Uh, I do have one thought. Sure. What does that bazooka fire? She took it out twice. Gum. And it fires gum. Bazooka gum. Bazooka gum. Okay. Trademarked. Trademarked. Yeah. TM. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, T-I-M. That's my name. Okay, very good. <laughs> if only everyone could see the face Palmer makes at me. All right. Um, so we are introduced to the Alien Amnesty Act, the AAA. Triple A. Seems like it should be something else. Yeah, totally. A, triple A. Triple A. TM. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Triple A works okay. for me. <laughs> triple A works. Um. We learned from a bit of exposition on Kara's part. Aliens don't have to hide anymore. Um, they are, they can come out of the sh- out of the shadows like the Ninja Turtles just recently did in their last movie. And there you yeah, go. Yeah, connections to things that don't matter. Okie dokie. Um, exactly. Yeah, remember that time the turtles were almost aliens and everyone freaked out. Good times. All right. <laughs> um, oh, internet. I'd rather forget that, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jean doesn't think that 
it's a good idea. He's like, aliens suck. I suck because I'm an alien. I know it. You know what? Men like this. Know why? How I know that? Because I'm a man. That's that's basically Jean's argument. Um, that's that's is is that really Jean's argument? I don't know. Jean's argument is I'm just that posturing. there there are bad aliens out there. You don't really want them to come out of the shadows. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, sort of. Yes and no. Because if they come out of the shadows, then the DEO's like, there they are. Get them. You know, like, it's a little easier for them, arguably. He likes to hunt. I think, yeah, yeah. I think Jean's argument is more that, so, I mean, what, what he said, the way he stated it was like, well, I can make myself look like a human so I can hide, but there are aliens out there who can't or won't. And they're the ones that don't get along with humans. It's a little bit of an oversimplification that he's going for there. But I, I think his point is valid, at least in what we've seen in the show, that so far, alien, I mean, when he was when he uh, revealed himself, people freaked out when the when the white Martian came, people freaked out. Um, people are generally scared of these aliens who don't look humanoid on this show. So he's he's right that people are scared, whether he's right that they should be. Or that, or that they should be those kind of aliens should be treated any differently. That's a different story. But he is right insofar as people get scared when they see creatures that don't look like them. Oh yeah, for sure. I I agree. I agree with that. But um, like they don't have to do anything when they like come out of hiding or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're just like they can choose to be in public now if they want to. They can. John's. John's point is I've seen I've the ugly seen this side before. of things. I've seen the ugly side of man. Every time this happens, it doesn't end well oh, yeah. for a long time. I've seen the X-Men movies. I know it doesn't end well. I'm just saying that you know, it's defeatist. <laughs> um and so Kara is very excited to meet Madam President. Um but Jean so kindly reminds her that she is actually um, she is actually the lucky one, um, because she gets to meet Supergirl, which mm. I thought was pretty nice. It, it it was, but I'm not sure, Madam President. I'm pretty sure it's still pretty cool to meet Madam President. I think yeah. so. Um, okay. Uh, then we we switch to Catco, and James is being the boss, except that Snapper is being the boss instead. And as much as I like James. Snapper had really good points, and I had a hard time. He he was kind of a he was kind of a meanie, but I don't disagree with the decisions that he made. Yeah, in that scene, I'll give you. I'm I'm I haven't warmed up to Snapper yet. Well, I don't think. I mean, he's not a likable person, really. So I don't think you have to warm up to him. But like, Jay, but I. I understand. James is that boss that's not exactly sure how to be a boss yet, and Snapper doesn't have time for that nonsense. And so it's good. Of- Go ahead, Frank. I, I just it wasn't good and it wasn't realistic what he did because like wh- nobody in an office is like, hey, I know you're my boss, but I'm just gonna uh, totally tell you what to do. Like that doesn't that doesn't happen. And if it did happen, you would get fired. Like that's not, or you get severely. Uh, reprimanded like that doesn't that doesn't happen like the, no of course not that Frank, where, like, just, none of this happens it's you, supergirl you can, it's you the cw it. it's television like you know maybe we shouldn't come up with a banner first you know i absolutely agree that he in, in a real world would be fired for something like that 
no question. He'd have been fired last episode. Yeah, but it but it gives yeah. Um but it gives but ultimately it gives James this like you know, stepping up to the plate moment which he sure. which he It gives him the push he needs. Which he needed. Yeah, he needs that cuz otherwise I think he would have tried to have been more of a I'm still one of you guys, which is not his place anymore. Um you know, and and that's only going to ostracize him more. I think as the show goes on, he's going to feel less and less connected to everybody because he's the boss. Mm, um, that's a really good theory. I like that. We'll see. Yeah. Well. Well, I try. Um, <laughs> so, um, so uh, we get so we get the arrival of the president, um, who I have dubbed President Carter, even though because that amuses me. Even though her name is President <laughs> Marston, yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, so I am amused by that. Okay, so fun fact about the president's name, though. Okay, so her name on the show, obviously, it's Linda Carter, who was Wonder Woman in the seventies. Yes. If anybody out there was not quite sure about why it's a big deal that she was on the show, um, but um, she is President Olivia Marsden. Okay, here's my fun facts. Wonder Woman was created by Doctor Marston oh. um, of Harvard University. He was he was the psycho he was the psychiatrist who created the lie detector, who also created Wonder Woman. Okay, so Doctor Marston had so it's like a little play on his name. It's not quite his last name, but it's pretty close. Um, Doctor Marston had a wife whose name was Elizabeth Holloway. Um, Dr. Marston also had a lover, or he and Elizabeth had a lover together, whose name was Olivia. No, Olive. Mm. Mm, pretty sure it was Olive. Um, but that's but now you get President Olivia Marston. If it's Olive, that might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'll still give it to you. Olivia? Olive? Come yeah. on. That's it's 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 close, close enough. enough. You're changing a couple letters. It's Olive. It's Olive Byrne. Okay. I remember now. Okay. okay. Now, yeah. was it the mistress that he that he based Wonder Woman off of? Yeah, so Boy? Olive Olive Byrne was one of his uh students who then was not one of his students and they had a and the three of them had a romantic relationship right. together and Olivia uh was used as the likeness of, of Wonder Woman. Uh, Olive was used as the likeness okay. for Wonder Th- Woman. Then I then I will give it to you. Then I will definitely give it to you. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not like here's this like secret lover that's like oh no you know she's a very integral part to the origin of Wonder Woman. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll definitely give it to you then. Okay, yeah, I recant my earlier statement. I hope personally that I saw that and read into it all wrong, and it is just mere coincidence. They just like yeah, oh, we sp- we spun a wheel of names. <laughs> yeah, right. The, these two names we were yeah. having olives for lunch, <laughs> and so we changed it to Olivia. And you know, we just met James Marsden. <laughs> yeah, we just met James Marsden. We're big fans of Westworld, and we just happened to throw that in there. It's no big deal. <laughs> I really hope I just I hope I re I read into that all wrong. Um, no, I don't. I hope I'm right because it'll make me feel good about knowing useless information. Um, so, um, so she's showing up, and uh, and Kara um, flies down on the ground. And I've noticed this up ep- this episode. I've noticed particularly they have figured out a way to do like the 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 flash zip, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, 
So, you know how, like, Barry on the Flash zooms into the room, and he's like, boom, I'm here. And it's just a bunch of lightning, and then uh, and then he appears. And so, in the, so, in real life, all, um, all he does is, you know, kind of walk onto the soundstage and stand there, and then do the position and all that. She now has that on this show, where, um, like, she can, like, if she's flying down, she starts on the crouch, and then kind of just stands up. And the rest is all CG'd around her quickly. Yeah, they've really mastered that. There was one moment in particular. I guess it was at the near the very beginning when she was saving the president um, that I noticed a moment like that. It was it was really good. I have to say though, overall this episode, the effects were a little up and down. They were really good at the beginning of the episode, and then pretty bad towards the end of the episode. I thought it was the first time I could honestly say that I saw the CW budget uh, uh, manifesting in visual ways i don't know if you guys felt the same way or or disagree but um i definitely felt like i noticed that this time i noticed that it was a i noticed that it was a little different um by the end of the show but i didn't really i didn't really see a difference between this and what we were watching on cbs last year Um, okay yeah i think they i actually think the effects have gotten a little bit better this year but i do know what frank's saying i noticed it particularly with the um with the the fire, yes, the fireballs yes. from the beginning of the episode looked a lot more like fireballs. Oh yeah, the the fire by the end of the episode was not. I agree, was not nearly as good. It wasn't rendered as mm-hmm. well. But she was tired. She was very <laughs> tired. Her fi- her fire didn't look as nice. Um. Oh, which by the way, I called her Magenta last episode. Um. But I had that mixed up. Magenta appeared on the Flash last week, and I had it opposite in my brain so uh this is scorcher that has shown up this fire this fire mistress um as i will now call her do they ever make any reference to her name being scorcher because i don't i don't think i caught any no no i had to look it up online yeah it, it... according to imdb her name is scorcher got it okay she throws fireballs what else is she gonna be yeah doing? exactly fireball got it boom yeah explosive uh and so you know, um, Kara saves the president. It's all very good. Everyone is happy, so on and so forth. Um, we got a uh, we got a arguably a not so subtle Trump vote as Kara is like, you know, like who would vote for the other guy? Yeah, you know, yeah. and whatever else. So like, Kara um, is very very taken with POTUS. Um, she loves her very much. For arguably all the right reasons. And, you know, it makes sense because Kara loves Veep so much. You know, we found out last week. So it all just kind of works. It does. It does. She is a competent Julie Louise Dreyfus, whatever her name is on that show. Selena um, Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so everybody suspects Monel, right? You know, like, oh, Monel, he's so bad. He's so not great. Um, proving John's point about aliens. Proving John's point about aliens. But. I disagree. But what really is exciting about this episode, I think, above everything else, is the introduction of Maggie Sawyer. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. And there was actually a lot in this episode, too. Like, this is not, uh, this is not, this is a pretty jam-packed episode. Um, from start to finish, we get President Linda Carter, we get the surprise at the end, which I'll get to, we get, you know, mon you know, getting named, and all this. There's a lot going on. Maggie Sawyer was definitely my favorite part of this she yes. was definitely my favorite part of this episode. 
Um, because as Frank talked about last week, um, in the spoiler section, which I don't think is necessarily a spoiler anymore if you are watching the episode, um, there is a character, a present character on one of the CW shows that was going to be real to be gay. Uh, and Frank put it out there that it was going to be Alex. And I think after 30 seconds of her talking to Maggie Sawyer that it is pretty evident yeah, that she that, is the gay character. That's about how long it took me to turn to you and be like, it's Alex. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. At least, you know what? I, I hope it is. Oh, it is. It so obviously is. By the end of the episode, they were hitting us over the head with it. Like, it's it's her. It's happening. Uh, and I'm excited about it. I'm so yeah. excited. Well, this I mean, is they, like my this is like my Martian Manhunter moment for this season, Tim. Like this is how excited I am about it. I'm like, I got one. I was gonna say that's exactly what I was gonna say to you. You figured, yeah, this. I mean, arguably, maybe they they set this up a little sooner than Martian yeah. Manhunter. You know, because Red Eyes could have gone in any direction, right? But I, I, this was not on my radar. It might have been after this. It definitely would have been after this episode. But but you called it early. Full credit to you. You realize now they're going back and rewriting, right? <laughs> no, they're not. Shut up. Um, and so, um, so we get, so, I mean, they have a meat cute. Absolutely. Like, it's like, they do. it's oh, not it's even adorable. just, it's not, it's, it's so, it's so cute. They're measuring badges, yeah. um, is the nicest way I could say that <laughs> without being, yeah. Like, when, when they're at, yeah. <laughs> when they're at cocktail parties by the end of the season and they're like, oh, how did you two meet? They're going to recount this story and I'm willing to hear it every time. Yeah. Oh, I took out my badge and she took out her badge. That was a hologram and she changed it. But then later I found out she was really a DEO agent, which really just made it even better and spicier. You know, you know. typical girl meets girl. Yeah. Um, we get a, we get a, yeah, we get a science police. Um, we get a science police knock, uh, tag. You know, I deal with all the crazy stuff, you know, so on and so forth. What I thought, I expected when the science police to show up, I expected it to be more like. Sciencey? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, even just like, instead of just being like, it's basically major crimes, right? It's like. Well, yeah, now, well, I think what one thing you're overlooking is, yes, I would expect that's what I would expect him to show up as. But now, the way she is written in the comics right now. It's much more of like a regular police division. It's not like them with the jetpacks anymore. Oh, I she, see. It's like it's like special crimes unit. I believe is actually oh okay the terminology now. Okay, or special persons crime unit. It's, it's SPCU if I remember because she was just in Superwoman. Um, she shows up. Okay. Okay. Good. See, this is why we have Palmer here. Exactly. All right. Um. So, so the DEO is like, oh, it's probably this guy that we recovered. And Maggie is like, actually, it could be Kryptonian or an Infernian because both have heat vision. Screw y'all. Maggie Sawyer <laughs> out. Drop the mic. Yeah, Dropping pretty much. some knowledge on us all. Pretty much. Um, so then we flash to the, we flash to the DEO and, uh, President Marston is like, oh, John Jones, now that you're an alien, why do you still look like a human? And to that I say, budget. Um, yes, exactly. But but to Jean, he says, "Oh well, you know, people would feel more people feel more comfortable, you know, since I I look you know looking like a human. Also, it's expensive, and the DEO doesn't have that kind of budget." <laughs> he didn't say that part. No, yeah. I heard it. No, but he thought it. He mentally thought it. He mentally he, thought it. He passed it out to, uh, with his telepathy to all those in the know. Um. So, yeah, um, I do like. Um, okay, so I do like two things. One, 
I like that she calls him Jean. You know, because yes. we, we discussed about, do we call him Jean? Do we call him Hank? What do we do? She calls him Jean. The president said Jean. I'm going with Jean. Cross the board. All right. He's no longer Hank Henshaw. That name does not exist anymore. All right. Bold. Bold. I'm I'm probably still going to call him bold. Hank when he's in his human form, to be honest. But but I like your boldness. I uh, like your drawing the line you in the sand. Yeah. I am drawing. The line must be drawn here. No father. This line. No father. All right. Wow, you... You butchered that. I, I don't care. <laughs> um, all right. So I also like, you know, he's like, ah, oh, you know, something, something. What if it's false hope? And she turns around. And she's like, it's hope, John. How can it be false? Boom. Quoted. Write it in the history book. That was pretty good. Yeah. Kara thought so. Snap, you know, snap attacked by <laughs> President, <laughs> President Marston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Kara definitely thought so. I mean, she was like, I gotta go actually, like, do this job that I was really excited about two episodes ago. Right. But call me if she says anything cool. Yeah. Um, which is pretty great. Um, anybody have anything to add while I'm just talking? I really loved how much she was fangirling over the president. Like, oh, that was really, really cool. Um, just because this show is, is so, uh, you know, it's, it is such a feminist show. Um, and it's been one of my favorite things, favorite things about the show. And I love that they finally paid off because in season one, they mentioned that the president was a woman. Um, so I really, I'm really glad to see that paid off here. Um, me too. So just having that paid off, having, uh, Kara, um, uh, just geek out over her and, and be so inspired by her, I thought was, was super cool. Yep. I agree with all those things. Yeah. Uh, okay. So moving on then, um, Kara flies in a bus over to Lena Luther. Um, <laughs> flies in a bus. That was and <laughs> that was classic. Yeah. Oh no, I flew here in the in a bus. bus. Yeah, those flying buses that are so popular. Thank you, thank you, L Corp, for those flying buses. Yeah, yeah. Elon Musk's Elon Musk's flying buses. That's that's yeah. It'll happen one day. Um, and so she goes over because. Lex is, you know, most notably like the world's biggest xenophobe, and so you know, with the with the with the uh, AAA coming out, um, you know, where you know we're not sure where Lena Luther stands, and so she whips out the alien detection device, the most PC of all devices created by any company at any time. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so my question is: Her device, one that you know, you put your finger on it and it tells you whether you're an alien or a human. It's it's basically an iPhone. It's basically just scanner <laughs> just imprint. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fingerprint scanner. That's it. But is it morally justifiable? Because she makes the point that you know, you know, yes, they like they they choose to hide or not, but people also deserve to know the right whether they're working with aliens or not. Is that true? I don't see any precedent for that in any other like. I, I don't I don't I don't see I don't see any kind of precedent for that in any other like, oh, I have the right to know like everything about everybody who's around me at all times. Like, I don't really see where that comes from. So I don't I don't agree with that. Um, That comes from a typical Luther point of view, a Luther point of view. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you're right. I don't agree. You know, if. If someone's not comfortable sharing information about themselves, then they shouldn't be forced to share it. Um, so, yeah, I would be against this device. I would not rate it highly on Amazon. <laughs> no. 
especially if they're not posing a threat to anybody around them, then they if they have something they want to be kept private, there's no reason why it can't be kept private. Exactly. Right. Um. So, I mean, there's a very fine line that she's walking here, right? Because you know, there's she sees this as like you know, you fill out a job application or you know, like a school loan or something like that, and she's like, check whether you're Caucasian or right. Asian yeah. or whatever she, or alien. You know, you know, I will say is that if you ask me, does does do the coworkers really need to know if the person they're working with is an alien? I would say no. Does the should the employer know? I would say yes. Sure, you can see be, that as because like, there is there would be some legal ramifications. I would assume for hiring, you know, an illegal, an illegal Earthling. Okay, right. yeah, I can so, see that. Yeah, the but you know, obviously, it's subjective. If you do not want to take the test, you you can't get hired. Right. Right. Well, that's that's the that's the tricky line. Oh, you don't want to take the test. That means you must be an alien. Therefore, you you know, like I will not hire right. you. It's 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 that it's a slippery slope. It is no matter which way you go. I really like this episode. It's definitely like pre- prejudice is definitely the theme running through the whole episode. It was. It was. I know. I mean, it was very subtle. It was. I thought it was subtle. I thought it was tastefully done. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I really thought it was tastefully done. Oh yeah, no. This they. They do a really good job at tackling such a complex issue in this episode. And really, that's what, you know, any sort of Superman mythos, Supergirl mythos does. Um, my biggest question, though, is this device that Kara uses her, I would assume, her heat, her heat vision on. And rather than nuking the device, it somehow then just translates her as a normal human. I being. had the same I think thought. She just made it malfunction. I had the same thought though. It should have just like broken. <laughs> yeah, like she she goes to press it and it just goes, and then smoke. <laughs> unless she like rewired it. Unless she like X-rayed into it and like you know like saw like like the sensor that that detected alien DNA right. and she fried that particularly. But even then, wouldn't there be some marking on the outside exactly. of the device? Um, it's her, it's her here to unseen rewiring ray. <sighs> those rewire, those rewiring. Wow. That is, <laughs> that is so hard to say. <laughs> it is. I'm surprised I did it. Rewiring ray. Oh my goodness. All right, moving on. So they kind of played Maggie Sawyer as the red herring in this episode. Like they go and they're like, Oh, Wynn discovered that the alien is here. Go, go, go. And Maggie Sawyer is already there by herself. She's like, there ain't nobody, nobody see here. Your alien's already gone. And they're like, yeah, yeah, right, Maggie Sawyer. Yeah, whatever. Um, if I didn't know who Maggie Sawyer was, if I was a regular watcher, I'd probably yeah. be like, oh, she's the alien. But how many, you know, that's, that's one of the, I, I agree. I think that was a red herring, but it's one of those, how many people do you trick with it? You trick all the people who are not comic readers. There are people who don't read comics. What? No. You know, I, I have, I have yet to encounter anybody. <laughs> though, granted, I don't go up to everybody I meet and go, "Do you read comic books?" I just naturally assume they all do. Right. That's why it's such a thriving industry. Yes, it is. Yep. Um, Monel chokes a dude. Oh yeah, right. Okay. So, so there's that guy. <laughs> Were you surprised by that? Like, I I don't read. That's kind of his mo at this point. Yeah, no kidding. Why did I write down Monel chokes a dude? Hmm. This is this is the Expelliarmus of Harry Potter. <laughs> Monel chokes people. Harry Potter likes to use Expelliarmus as his, as his 
you know, spell of choice. Everyone has one. You always remember your first spell. Every Monel's you always remember your first choke. Yep. Yeah, good. <laughs> um <laughs> And so um so he chokes that guy, he's like, I wanna go home. Make me go home. I wanna go home because I miss Daxon. Um so <laughs> Car writes her little article on the alien detection device, and Snapper is pretty mean about it. But again, I say he is actually correct. Like, she has... He's correct here. Yeah, that was, like, huge reporter bias. She was not writing an op-ed piece. She was writing a news story. It is her job to be unbiased. Now, we're going to disagree here, but I... And probably only because of the, in my instance of, I I agree you should be somewhat unbiased in the pieces you write, but if you're reporting the if you're reporting the facts, and then giving your opinion of it, then I I don't think it's that's, really as egregious. That's still, but that's still not her job no. though. That's not her job is not to report her opinion. Exactly, her job is only to give the facts. It, it, it an op-ed person or a, a pundit or you know that that's their job is to uh, the 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 editor writing the editorial like that's that's their job is to to give uh, their take on it and to give a spin on it but her job is only to report the facts so he was he was in fact right and she was wrong she's the one that has to be unbiased um which is an- it must be nice it must be nice to have, to have Snapper Girl on, on your side. Damn it, side. I thought you were going to go for Snapper. Damn it. <laughs> to have Snapper on your side. No, I messed that up. All right. Again. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Maggie Maggie, and Alex have a secret rendezvous at an alien dive bar, which was pretty it was, great. It was a cute first date. It, it was. was a cute first date where she was like, hey. I've made some life choices. That woman over there—that's an alien. Learned English from kissing. Me. I've date—I've dated her. Yeah, and and Alex's like that's a that's a lot of information to take in. You know, well, you want to know these things. Yeah, well, now she does. Yeah, certainly. Um, but uh, you know, it's like okay, one, you told me you were gay. Two, you told me you dated that woman. Three, you told me that woman was an alien. She those uh, who are not familiar with Maggie Sawyer in the comics, she dates women in in, in comics as well, and that's a well-established. Uh, character trait for her right um which is a, a not it's a pretty recent thing she didn't start that way in the pretty recent but i mean like it's been a while in you com- know like in comic time 30 years or yeah so. yeah she didn't start that way right um and so um but i it's funny because i thought sometimes the show does stuff like that so nonchalantly you know like things don't you know, things that would be a big deal in some in some places are not a big deal. They don't treat here. it as a big deal. They don't which treat I, it as a big deal. Which I kind of like about it. Like, she just, she just says off the cuff, like, I grew up, you know, not white, not straight. Well, they, her ethnic plight matches that of the alien, which is her whole reason for being exactly. on the science yes. police and doing the right. stuff with aliens. Yeah, it was so great. That's why I really like this episode. Every, like, every little bit of everyone's story is tied together right. through prejudice in some way, which sometimes like episode, every episode always has some kind of theme attached to it, but sometimes not all the characters threads tie together the way that they yeah. like with that theme as much, but every single character has like is working off of this prejudice, Absolutely. not so much pride, just prejudice. Yeah. That was my Jane Austen joke of the evening. 
Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here forever. <laughs> Kara is then working on her article at the DEO because God forbid you use your... Well, she doesn't have an office or a chair, does she? Never mind. I was going to say, why don't you use your desk at work? But I guess she doesn't have one. Yeah, Snapper didn't give her a chair. Yeah. So she's working on it at the DEO next to Wynn, which I thought was cute. Um, and she's a bad speller like Lois. Yes, I noticed that too. Um, and so... Um, but Wynn is doing his little thing trying to track Monel, and it turns out he did not dial Krypton. Um, he dialed Daxum. He did. He did. He dialed Daxum. Um, I actually, I want to take, I want to point something out real quick before we move on to the whole Daxum thing and, and sure. all that ensues. And that's that, yeah, Kara was, was doing her, her Catco work at the, at the DEO. She was dressed like Kara at the DEO. And she's basically not hiding to anybody at the DEO anymore that Kara and Supergirl are the same person. Oh, my God. That is excellent observation. Like, what? She is just... She she is... Nope. Just everybody... She is... I'm just working on this article. Me, as Supergirl, also writing for Catco. All right. You guys have a nice day. All right. There's only so many times that Alex can just blab about it in it's, the middle of... It's true the lunchroom that people start catching on. How fast do you think Alex is going to blab about all the other secrets that she has? Alien dive bar. Her sexual identity. Kara's regular identity. Oh, no, no, no. She only outs other people. (laughs) Oh, not herself. Okay, great. Um, Great. Just watching the DDO. Everyone, Maggie Sawyer. She dated an alien lesbian. (laughs) Just everyone, FYI, I'm Alex. I'm really good at secret keeping. Me. The Harry Potter's parents would still be alive if I was their secret keeper. Just say it. All right, me, Alex Danvers. Have a nice day. All right. Um, Says secret keeper on her cards. Snape killed Dumbledore. Um, I was just about to read that book. Aw, sadness. Um, (laughs) And so so we know that Daxum, uh, Daxum is the sister planet to Krypton. Um, you know, as Palmer said while we were watching the episode, not brother planet? And I said, no. No, sister. Because they're only sister planets. Like, wow, this show is really feminist. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, if our planet is Mother Earth, then it's only fair that the other planets are female. Are also sister. I agree. I mean, yeah, your car, your car's a, your car's a girl, your boat's a girl, your wife's a girl, everything's a girl. Makes sense. Um... The Enterprise is a girl. Enterprise is a girl. Who names their child Enterprise? Honestly. Um, okay. <laughs> um, and so, so Kara goes to, to the astronomy center and she, um, smashes Monel to bits with all the expensive equipment that is lying around because, you know, who needs that? The DEO has got enough money to cover that stuff. It definitely doesn't. It's a government agency. Definitely does not have enough money to cover it. Um, and so, so Kara and Monel have this conversation about back and forth. He wants some beer or some ale, um, and she's like, "I don't like you because you're Daxamite." And he's like, "I don't like you because you're Kryptonian." And to that, I say, Monel is the living embodiment of the CW. <laughs> he is the archetypal CW character. He's kind of. He's kind of cocky. He's really handsome. He's wearing he's wearing nice clothes, even though he has no idea what the fashion trends on Earth are. Nor should he really be speaking English because he just arrived on Earth in a pod. Um, but you know that's okay. Um, 
whatever. Thoughts? So they're definitely going to date. Oh, yeah, for sure. Cause, well, yeah, they have to. Yeah, because they both have so much pride and prejudice. Now they have to date. All right. Listen, they- you. You get time out. Time out. Time in? <laughs> I just meant Tim is in time out. Oh, right. like, you said time out. Stop talking. It's like, oh, we just, we're just going to sit here awkwardly in, no, in an no. awkward silence? They, they need to heal the to... rift of the of the Kryptonian-Daxamite relations. It needs to start with them because they're the last ones anyway. So somebody's got to get along. Well, we talked about, Frank and I talked about, like, you know, she broke up with James because she's like, you know, I think we should just be friends because, you know, we're not on CBS anymore and we can we can do whatever we want with our love life. Um, <laughs> and so, I don't know if that's, I don't know how that was mandated or not. Um, but, uh, you know, she's just moving in a different direction. You know, I need someone that, like, understands me, you know, like the people at the mall or whatever. And uh, and just so happens mon has been to the mall <laughs> several times. Yeah. And he really is going to understand her. Wow. Yeah. Um. So then we, we get a uh, we get Lena and Kara possibly new BFFs. Who's to say? As Alex, you know, goes off with her her new her new gal pal uh, Maggie Sawyer. You know, I think Kara's got a new gal pal in Lena Luther. She's got a friend in her. I think so. Yeah. Well, which is a and it's an. It, go ahead. Yeah, I think we're going to say the same thing. It's so an adversarial ahead. friendship. That's not what I was going to say. Ah, uh, see, I win. Well, I was going to say it's a nice. I was going to say it's a nice parallel to the relationship between Superman and Lex from Smallville. Yes, that's what I was going to say. You're welcome, Frank. No, just no, just generally speaking, God, it's not all about <laughs> Smallville. The two of you. Um, yes. It uh, is. Well, no, but wait, hold up, hold up. No, 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 no. It is about Smallville in this case. Um, no, well, Lex, it, Lex, because they're never friends anywhere. No, but in that's Smallville. not. That's not a. Per- Okay, I'll I'll rephrase. Yes. A distorted, mirrored image. How's that? Is that better? So Lex and Lex and Superman are at odds. They are adversarial. Right. Lena and Kara yes. are actually going to be friends. So it is the opposite relationship. That's what I was going for. I believe I oh. believe they're still gonna okay. be at odds, but it's going to be it's going to be more of a matter of points of view where they don't have to agree, yes. but they can still be friends. Right. Much like our relationship. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it, it may actually, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I, I think it may actually end up, they may end up being enemies at some point. Cause I don't believe that, that, that uh, Lena is as, good as she seems right now i think that may be a little bit of a goody two-shoes act i'm not sure i fully buy it yet i don't think she really seems that good anyway it'll i mean she acts out of self-interest right pretty frequently but she's she's a little bit more upfront about it she's upfront about her self-interest yeah that is true yeah um, but it'll it'll end up being it'll be a mirror of the lord alex relationship last season Okay, I like uh, that. Okay, but the the Lloyd Alex relationship had this like underlying romantic entanglement that you know that didn't yeah, go anywhere. But it does did it really though? No, it didn't go anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, because that's what I Alex just said. was waiting for Maggie. Yes, that's what I'm. Why do I talk to you? Yeah. Algae. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's what I'm going with. Algae. Algae. Malix. Yeah. I like algae. Malix. I was seeing Malix. 
Oh, you know what? Hold on. Uh, because I actually took a Twitter poll during the episode, and uh, the Twitter poll said... I'm gonna, let's, get the, let's get the live results here as I, as I pull this up. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Uh, so uh, I said, so what are we calling Alex and Maggie? And I, I, I picked the two hashtags I was seeing the most uh, during the episode. One was Malix, like you said, and the other was Sanvers taking Sawyer and Danvers and making Sanvers. And 51% voted for Sanvers, with Malix coming in at 49. So so Sanvers won by a very narrow margin Sanvers. out of 60 You'll votes. let me down, Twitter. Algae. <laughs> I kind of like Malix better myself, but uh, but Sanvers, Sanvers seems to, to be what the What about winner. just Sawyer? Because... No. No. I'm getting a Doyer. Getting a Team Algae. Dar, dar. You do that. Explain that to everybody. <laughs> Good. Um, all right. So uh, President Marston is about to. She's going to sign the the AAA, um, the AAA, and she's like, many years ago, we built the Statue of Liberty, and it was just us. No one helped us. Yeah, nope. I noticed that too. It wasn't a gift from anybody. No, it was just. It was just. Yeah, it was like. All right. So I guess it's not a gift from France in this universe. Um, because she was pretty like we just use French labor. Yeah, she was like it's ours it's from no one else. It's, it's, you know, you know this this I, a whole episode idea about being inclusive and involving all these other things. I'm going to ignore the fact that this was given to us by another nation. Maybe in this universe, France didn't <laughs> yeah. sign the card. Maybe she's like, oh, it's just a gift from somebody. I don't right. know who. Or <laughs> a secret admirer. I mean, spoiler for the other episode. Maybe she doesn't know because she's an alien. <laughs> maybe she, she just she's like an alien. She <laughs> maybe she like. I just thought it was a skin condition. She, like, looked it up on Wikipedia. Somebody had changed it on the day she was there before they could fact check and change it back. And she got all confused. And now she doesn't know what to do. Really? You had to slip in the French French accent there? All confused. All confused. All right. Well, that's a family thing. My my dad says that all the time. All confused. Well, she was just all confused. Uh, Um, Yes, I'm French. Yes. All right. Um, That's why you're you're upset that the French didn't get credit? Yeah. I'm very upset. My people. Um... Okay, so so they so um, Scorcher attacks uh, Scorcher attacks the sign. She's like, "I'm about to sign. I hope something bad doesn't happen." And then you know L- something, yeah, I- <laughs> yeah, W O N. No, President. No, that's not you anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but Mike, like, who signs acts outside, like government, like who, like. Who holds they a press outside yeah. after she was just attacked? I've never seen that. I've seen it maybe twice. The the president almost, I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I've never it, seen it. It is very rare. Um, although, I mean, let's be fair. For, for, the, for the kind of law they were putting into effect, Epcot was the place to to do this. It did look like Epcot did it. Yeah. <laughs> so it did look like Epcot. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh anyway. So Scorcher attacks and she lights Supergirl on fire and Supergirl does the Wonder Woman spin to get it off of her, which I thought was pretty great homage. Yes, I really wish they would have went with the sound effect though. I kinda wish that she yeah. turned around and all of a sudden she was in her car clothes. And she was like, Oh shoot. <laughs> I didn't think that worked that way. Um, These cameras don't work right. No. Uh and then so the fight the fight ensued and then Maggie Sawyer 
disappears with Scorcher, to which Alex asks, where's Maggie? To which I drew a little emoji face with hearts for eyes. <laughs> um, and I'm so happy. Uh, and then, I guess a little spoiler for the end of the episode, too, we are introduced to a lovely bartender um, who we are not given her name. But I knew ahead of time that it was actually Meg, uh, Megan Moraz, also known as Miss Martian. Um, you Palmer didn't believe me when I said that. I still don't. Yeah, even though you saw her transform at the end of the episode. I do not trust people who transform. Okay, that's why. She literally <laughs> said her name. Yeah, she said her name, transform. Also, that's why the AAA act is such a big deal. Um, okay. Um I liked what Scorcher said about um, amnesty is a mask for registration, where she doesn't, you know, she doesn't buy into the president's AAA act right. because of fear of government. Yeah, fear of government. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like there's going to be some kind of, I don't know, civil war or something. Oh my goodness, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Um, it's almost like she knew the president was an alien. And didn't buy into this for whatever reason. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Although, if they chose not to go with the alien route, I still would have been fine with that being her. Oh, yeah, me too. Her, her MO. Me too, but I think it gives a little, like, she doesn't trust the president or this thing. And then everyone's like, but it's President Linda Carter. Right. And then, and then you see her transform at the end. And you're like, oh, maybe Scorcher was actually correct. Yeah. But, I mean, even the most likable president. You know, just because the head seems reliable doesn't necessarily mean the rest of the government is. That's true. The head of the... Yeah. Sure. The, yeah. That's true. Okay. Um, It's a pretty cool fight with Supergirl uh, and Scorcher. I like her wind vortex to snuff out the flame. Mm-hmm. That was pretty mm-hmm. fun. Um, I also like that Maggie Sawyer gets the last hit on Scorcher because it kind of establishes her as the capable and equal one to Supergirl and Alex. You know? Yes. You know, it's not just, oh, no, Maggie Sawyer is in trouble. We must save her. It's more like Maggie Sawyer has this handled all by herself. We are just happy yep. to be here, um, which I, I really liked. Yeah. Um, she's a welcome addition to the team. Everyone's going to wear a mask by season four, <laughs> mark, except for Supergirl. Mark my words. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've already called Alex's Batwoman. You so, did. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, so in the comics, Maggie Sawyer and Batwoman have uh, had had a had a quite serious relationship and so he said that i'd say like what after their meet cute maybe yeah. and then there's that scene where alex is talking to win and he's like okay i got it and he turned around alex is already gone and i was like she's already training she's already gonna be batwoman she's already disappearing in the middle of conversations and no one knows where she went and, is, she, and she's a redhead and she's a redhead now um so we get snap we get snapper and james um, butting heads again. Uh, but this time James comes back at him, you know, and, you know, it's, it's you know, like, actually, we're going to do it this way. And yes, I can because I'm your boss and blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, like their first encounter, real world scenario, yes or no? Pull Frank. Uh, this was much more realistic where he took back control and he was like, I'm the boss. We're doing it my way. Deal with it. Like, this was much more the way. This is, this is what I would have expected him to say the first time like to not not like sort of cave and then later be like you know what i am the boss i would have expected this reaction the first time and honestly from what we saw 
of James last season. I kind of I didn't expect him to act so spineless, but I guess I'll give him a pass because he's in a new position. It's a new job. He's a lot of responsibility. He was, you know, just he was uh, whatever I remember his job title was before, and now suddenly he's he's the the big boss. So so I'll give him a pass, but it it seemed a little out of character that he didn't act this way the first time around. I will I'll give you that. I will say though his solution of of the problem of changing Snapper's article um, seemed a little bit more passive aggressive than I would have liked. Um, just what because he just because he kind of he like Frank said he kind of backs down and folds the first time around. Yeah, and then he does this to to bring it back. It's it's a little bit more passive aggressive than I would have liked. I would have really liked something. It is, but it's also that's an editor's job. It's also the editor's job is is to make those kinds of decisions. Maybe not rewrite it, but but to decide like we're cutting this paragraph. That's an editor's job. Right. Yeah, but you would think the editor would also have told the person ahead. Yeah, of that's time. true. No, but the whole that's point true. was to shame him. The whole point was to shame Snapper and put him in his place. You're not going to tell him ahead of time that he did that. No, but if you're going to do that, you could you could broach the subject at the meeting. Yeah, but he they were they it was the two of them basically beating their chests to be the alpha male. Yeah, that that was the whole point. Which is and James and James won. He beat his chest the hardest. Which is pointless. Kara's the alpha male. <laughs> you said Kara. Go away. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, and so that's what it is. It's just, it's just chess beating and you don't chess beat in private. You need to make a show with the rest of the pack. I'll introduce you guys to animal planet. You'll get it one day. Don't worry. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so, so then we go to Maggie. Um, Maggie's getting patched up at the DEO and she was like, this place is sick. And then Alex was like, you should have seen the cave. Um, (laughs) The Batwoman Cave? Yes, right. The Batwoman Cave. That'd be great. She just goes down there. Ah, that's abandoned now, but now it's all mine because it's me, Alex Danvers, Batwoman. Yeah. This place is great. Yeah, and you can say any secret you want to and no one's going to pick up. No one hears any of the secrets. They're amazing. Oh, my Isn't goodness. Isn't it so cool? Uh, I think it's interesting that Alex... You know, like she was like, oh, you know, you've shown me a different side to aliens. You know, I've worked with them for so long that I forget that sometimes they're peaceful. It's interesting to me that Alex has never really thought about this considering she's grown up with Kara. So in her mind, Kara has been the, like, the exception to the rule. And all the other aliens are bad, except for then John. And then it's Kara and Jean. And then all the other aliens are bad. But she needed, like, this outside third-party person to be like, hey – some aliens can be friendly too. It's okay. Right. I know because I've dated them. Me, Maggie yeah, Sawyer, yeah. I've dated them. Um it's how they learn English. Yeah. Um <laughs> so that's very good. Um so Monel gets misjudged by Kara. She apologizes, prejudice everywhere, shattering boundaries. Um Monel introduces himself as Monel, which I thought was interesting yes. because now they have the last name, but they're never going to talk about it. I know. Okay, so that's so, yeah. So they just. It, I thought that was so. That was so strange. Like I did not expect him to be, like to be Monel. I, I expected them to go with his his Daxamite name, which is Largand. Um, and I figured that there at right, some point exactly. there'd be some reference because in in the most. Uh, 
was there I don't remember if Monel even appeared in the new 52 but I I just I know the the you know the the pre flashpoint yes. he did okay I know the pre flashpoint um, origin which is you know he little boy Monel meets uh meets super meets you know little boy Clark and they're they're friends and whatever and he's like oh you're just like me so I don't know what we're going to call you Monel he looks at a calendar and he sees Monday and he's like mon you're you're Monel like that's your name because we're family uh and then they li- later on figure out that he's well, he landed other- on earth on a monday it wasn't that random okay that's right yeah. he landed on earth on a monday just like he landed yeah he landed on earth on a monday yeah same day that Solomon Grundy was born and uh they uh yeah so like that's that's where that comes from but here he's just like yeah my name is Monel hi how you doing um so it's weird that he has the last name L here because it's like well whoa, whoa, whoa we're not gonna we're just gonna breeze over that i thought that th- that there would be some some like they'd be enemies at first and then they become friends and she'd be like ah, i'm gonna make you an honorary member of the house of l or something i don't know something less cheesy than that but i expected there to be sort of like a passing reference to it but but they're just like yeah hi i have the same last name as you there's really no reason to call him monel i guess like well that's what if his if his name well, no, if his name is largand right right they're there is no real reason, I guess, in their little universe that they've created right now to give him another name. And he's more famously known as Monel, so they just went with that. And I mean, they could very easily be like It's a common name on Daxium. It's a common name on Daxium. Um, maybe we have maybe we had like some ancestors that shared blood once upon a time. Uh, maybe his name isn't hyphenated in her universe, and it's just like M O E L or M O N E L Monel. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. so they don't actually share a last name. His name's just Monel. That's just his first name. That's just his first name. Could yeah. be like Cher, like Cher, or Madonna, yep. or Beyonce, or Prince. Okay, I'm done. I hope he comes up with a song. I hope this guy can sing because Prince? yeah, he can. Yes, I'm aware Prince could sing. Okay, yeah. Um, everyone. Moment of <laughs> moment of silence for Prince. Okay. Um, wow. So we learned that Krypton destroyed Daxum. So when Krypton went boom, got it. Right. Um it it broke some of the moon of Daxum, which caused solar storms to turn Daxum into a wasteland. Well it, it broke the moon. It didn't break some of the moon. It broke the moon. Yeah. So that's very sad, and he's like, What am I gonna do? I guess I'll just date Kara later in the season. <laughs> Life's good again because I'm the, yeah because I'm the because I'm the CW. I, okay, I, I think it's. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's super interesting where the where they're where they might be taking the character. Just the fact that they're calling him on L right at the gate. Like, I, I think it's interesting what they're doing, um, especially given given the other the other stories that we've read that, about Monel. Um, one of my favorite. Monel stories came uh, a few years back during uh, the whole New Krypton saga um, that was uh, that was going on in 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 DC Comics with you know James Robinson writing and and Jeff Johns and all those guys um, and and uh, in fact you can actually pick up the uh, the collected edition of uh, Superman Monel. Uh, volume one. You know where you can get that? You can get that over at our friends at InStockTrades.com because they're awesome and they sponsor us, but they also uh, bring you amazing comic books, everything you could want to read, whether it's your uh, your your trades, your hardcovers, you can get those at InStockTrades.com, or if it's you know your your weekly uh, issues that you pick up at at, uh, at the comic book shop on, on Wednesday and you want them to get them delivered to your house, you can go to DCBService.com and uh and and get them sent to you that way. But but the Superman Monel volume 1 trade paperback 
Uh, normally goes for eighteen bucks, uh, but in stock trades you can get it for nine eighty nine for for less than ten. Uh, so forty five percent off, which I think is a pretty sweet deal, uh, and it's pretty typical of the deals you can get at in stock trades. So check them out: instocktrades.com or dcbservice.com. DCB as in discount comic book service.com. And if you are a fan of your uh, uh, you know your 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 digital comics uh, like like I am, and I know Tim is. Uh, you can you can get you can get your digital comics uh, through through the uh, the good old uh, DCB service portal. Uh, you click through there, and you can go to Comicsology or My Digital Comics or, or whatever it might be, and you can uh, you can go ahead and and just uh, get them at uh, a, l- a little five uh, percent discount, which is. Pretty, pretty awesome, if you ask me. Um, so yeah, uh, check them out: uh, InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com, and you'll uh, you'll you'll thank us later. So thank them. Uh, thanks so much uh, to those guys for for sponsoring us. Anyway, uh, getting back to uh, getting back to business. Uh, so where where does that leave us? Getting back to business. Oh, very good. Um, where we're with. The Prez. Okay. <laughs> the president is about to say goodbye, and Kara is like, as Supergirl is like, oh my god, I'm so excited that I like met you, and I got to see Air Force One, which is pretty cool. And she was like, you ought to see my other jet. And then she turned to the camera and winked. Yep. And then she walked into the invisible jet by accident, because she didn't know she parked it in the middle of the DEO. That didn't happen. Those last two things didn't happen. <laughs> um, don't go... Uh, um... And so she's like, don't worry, everyone. I'm the president. I'll never abandon you. Because I'm a human. Because I'm a human. Totally Just like all of you, except for you and you and probably (laughs) you two over there. Okay, great. I'll see you guys later. And then she walks off by herself without her secret service, just like the president always does. Well, because they kept dying. They were just like, screw (laughs) screw this. We're out of secret service. Yeah. Sorry. And then so she walks off and has her little... I'm an alien moment, but who is she? She's got turquoise eyes and uh, some pinkish skin. Who is she? Who's to say? I think she's Lady Despero, but I don't know. That's random. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I just thought of an alien with purple skin, and I thought of Despero. Well, we know she's not Starro. I, I was going to say Matrix. No, Matrix existed on the show already. It's Brainiac, Brainiac, whatever. No. Lara no. Vandervoort. Is Matrix? No, Matrix. No, no. Matrix is what am I the Indigo. That's I Indigo. Indigo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you um, think she's the the suit? She thinks she's the clone of Supergirl. I don't know. I'm just saying that's, that's like the Supergirl Matrixy thing. That's not a bad idea. It's not. You do bad. have a Luther now. Yeah. That's what Matrix looked like in in Matrix's purest form. Like it was it was a like a purple uh, like blob. Um. So I yeah I don't know. It could be that. Peter David would be able to tell us. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see? Purple blob. Yeah. Whatever what was in the sectocide caused me to revert to my protoplasmic form. And what's worse, I'm too weak to change back. I'm helpless. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Not a bad idea, actually. I, I will, I'll buy into that. I'll have to give some thought about, see if I can come up with something of, of my own merit but i'll go with matrix yeah it's pretty good good job frank thank you maybe season two is your year to call right, stuff. let's not jinx it i think it is i think it's maybe your year maybe it's not who's to say um okay so um so jean goes to visit the alien bar i thought he looked great so like when you were said like oh this the effects like didn't really pan out 
like you know at the end fight or whatever they they went to his face yeah and her face and her uh, face see that's where i have to disagree with you because i think that her her the effects on her didn't look nearly as good as they did on him, especially when like the lip sync on her like looked real. I thought really bad. I thought the the fire off of Kara at the end when she did the Wonder Woman spin, like the fire on her looked really fake. And then here, Miss Martian looked really fake. Those are the two things that stood out to me the most. Where I was like, ooh. I don't think she looks. See, he, I had two thoughts on her. I'll get to her in a second. So, um, so Jean, so Jean goes and he like orders a drink and. The girl behind the bartender, the bartender was like, oh, oh, oh no. And she like runs out the door and, and he goes after her. But he, you know, he looks like a human again afterwards. And he's like, who are you? And she turns around. And she's like, my name is Megan Maraz and I'm the last daughter of Mars. Oh, um, and so I, th- I'm with you, Frank. I don't think she looked great. Um, okay. I'll go back. The costume looks great. Oh, I'll say yeah, it that totally. way. I like the little green accent. I like the green accents that she has. Um, and all that stuff. My, I was kind of working on her face is cleaner because, because she's a girl and younger than he is. And so I thought they were going for this, um, the age difference, like the age difference for Martians. Yeah. So he looks a little more tough and grizzled because he's tough. Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I'm fine with that. I'm not, I'm not, uh, saying that that didn't look good. I just mean that like the movement, the motion, when she moved her mouth, it looked like an animated character. It looked like a, like a Pixar character. The motion, the motion of the Martian in the sun in the sky. No. Okay. Um, nope. No hairspray fans. Swinging and a miss. Okie dokie. Um, so yeah, I, it wasn't great, but I mean like him speaking never has been, fantastic you know it's just like it is what it is you know the fact that they're the fact that they're basically mo-capping on tv is extraordinary sure so i'm i'm just gonna i'm gonna accept it it's fine it's it is what it is um and that's the uh that's the uh the end of the episode um right you didn't even you didn't write down my favorite scene what favorite scene my favorite scene when Sawyer was like, I got to go. And it's like, oh, you have a hot date? She's like, yeah. It's my favorite scene. It was my favorite thing between them two because as she turns and leaves, you get the really subtle Alex look of like, you know. Oh, she was a little jealous. She was. Yeah. You know, she was like two seconds away from like twirling her hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, good. Yeah, okay. I have nothing that I don't think I had anything to say about it, which is why I didn't write which it down. Which is weird. It was the best scene. Says you. It was a good moment. Uh, I'll give you. It was a good f- moment. Uh, Frank, before we move into trailer talk, and I want to talk a little bit about Miss Martian uh, in spo- uh, spoiler section. Um, just, uh, you know, just for people who want to know maybe more, maybe they don't. Who's to say? Um, and so... Um, so do you have anything to say before we move into the trailer talk? I am so glad that I was right. I was right about uh, M- M- Malik's or whatever we've decided. Um, but uh, I I am really... San- Sanvers. Sanvers, yeah, whatever. Um, I like Malik's better, but yeah, yeah. The audience has spoken. <laughs> I'm glad you listened to the voters. Good. <laughs> I make the rules like we did established before. Um, but I, um, I do... I, I am excited about... Uh, whatever the president, whoever the president is, uh, the more I think about it, Matrix might not be such a crazy, crazy theory, but I guess we'll see. Um, 
I am excited about the president. I'm excited about Monel and where they're going to take him. Honestly, that's probably the thing I'm most excited about right right now. Well, second to second to Sanford's. So yeah, there's there's a lot of fun a lot of fun things coming, and I th- I feel like we'll probably get some cool Jean stuff as as he's not going to be so alone anymore. It would seem so. Um, Fun stuff, fun stuff. My, uh, I was watching with my wife tonight, and she, she was, uh, as I always do, and she was like, "Wow, I feel like they introduce like new characters, like new comic book characters, like like two or three of them every episode." And I was like, "Lately, yeah, you're right." So, um, it's an exciting time to be a comic book fan and just like have all these awesome, um, references just popping up everywhere. So it's exciting. It's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay, uh, I'm going to, so people who are not going to follow us to the trailers or the spoilers, you can find us in a variety of places um, that Frank will tell you about after I tell you about rating and reviewing reviewing us on iTunes and all other places like the Google Play Store and Overcast and Satchel, all the places podcasts can be found. I have two reviews here uh, coming to you, uh, one from KGizmo88, Best Supergirl Podcast. The hosts, Tim and Frank, are awesome. They love the show, and uh, and they love the show, and you tell that by the way they recap and review it. They are very knowledgeable on the Superman family mythos. It's a great podcast to listen to for insight on Supergirl. <coughs> um, the next one comes from Arizona Jedi, which is a pretty great name. Uh, look, up in the cloud, it's a Tim, it's a Frank. Supergirl TV talk, Tim's hair is perfect. As I am aware. Um, thank you very much to both of you. Uh, we'll I'm, ha- I'm having a sneaking suspicion you wrote the second one. I did it. We told people to write that if, when they uh, when they review us. Um, as they we told them to tell you, to say that Palmer is awesome. Yes. Yes. Good. Which is a good reminder. Which is a good reminder right now. If you haven't already, please go go ahead and and. Uh, Go, go ahead and, and leave us an iTunes review right now, right this second, and uh, five stars. Palmer is the coolest uh, because uh, I have decreed it so. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can find us uh, there on iTunes, on Overcast, and the Satchel Media Player, uh, Google Play Store, uh, and everywhere else that, that podcasts are found, like like Tim said. And please do rate and review us because we want to get into the top 25 in TV and film this season. You got us to the top 50 last season. Let's go all, push us all the way to the top 25. Leave us those ratings and reviews. Tell your friends. Tell them to to find us at SupergirlTVTalk.com. Tell them to, to follow us at TV Supergirl on Twitter. Tell them uh, they can find us uh, and email us at SupergirlTVTalk at gmail.com. Uh, and also tell them about uh, Thought Bubble Audio, which is our network where you can find not only this show, but uh, you can also find Beer with Geeks, which is the podcast where Tim and I um, talk about all sorts of geeky things. This week, it's, it's Halloween, so we're... Uh, we're gonna have a, a Halloween special coming for you, spooktacular coming for you later this week, uh, and uh, you can also find the marketers next door where me and my wife uh, talk about social media and marketing. So all kinds of fun stuff over at ThoughtBubbleAudio dot com. It is, uh, and you can also find me uh, guest uh, guest starring on Nerd Input Podcast, which is one I did uh, last week, I believe, should be coming out the same day as this, actually. Um, and so uh, you can find me there, where it's just a few friends of mine they're talking about what they're reading what they're watching uh and what they're playing uh it's pretty irreverent and definitely not the pg rated uh podcast that we are um but if you are interested you are more than welcome to check that out as well thank you for reminding me about that i'm I'm actually subscribing to that right now so i can i can get that episode when it comes out Uh, i'm excited to hear you on there man you're welcome you are very welcome okay moving on to trailer talk all right 
Um, we get Superhero Fight Club uh, next week, led by Roulette, uh, who has appeared on uh, Justice League Unlimited, and she was in Smallville, and so on and so forth. She is uh, she works to wear a red dress that shows off her dragon tattoo. Um, and yes, she was she in the uh, recent. Superman powerless storyline. Uh, yes. Okay. She, yes, she so was. she ran that club with like the, the gods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's the one. That's what I thought. Okay. Yep. Uh, and so we see that Mish Mar- uh, Mish Mish Martian. Yeah, that was close. Megan so. Moraz uh, is a uh, is a member of the Fight Club. We see her fighting. We see some Maggie and Alex team up work. That's maybe going to turn into a date, a second date, a third date, a wedding. Who's to say? <laughs> um, and then uh, we. Get, um, and we get some, uh, we get some Supergirl, um, also in the Fight Club action. Not much is, uh, not much is out there, but looks like a good episode. Should yeah. be fun. Action packed. Action packed episode. Um, anything you guys want to add about the trailer? I'm super excited that Roulette's going to be played by Deejan Lockman, uh, who was. That's her name. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, mo- yeah. most famously, I think most people, and probably most people listening to this podcast, probably know her from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, season two, I guess, um, where she had a, a pretty yeah. a pretty big role there. But I know and love her the most from being on Dollhouse, the Fox series, the old Joss Whedon Fox series from uh, six or seven years ago um, that I also used to do a podcast about. So that holds a very special place in my uh, in my heart where she played Sierra. But uh, I'm excited to see her because I think she's a fantastic actress. So I'm, I'm really excited to see her in this role. I think it's actually a really good fit for her. Uh, and I'm excited to see my predictions keep coming true about uh, or, or, or solidifying that my prediction is true about uh, uh, Sanvers. So, hey, I'm happy. I'm happy, man. Good stuff. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little spoilery. Just just talk about Miss Martian for a second. Um so, in the comics, Miss Miss Martian typically has red hair, right? Like she actually she doesn't go the Jean route where she's bald. She has she has some flowing locks, um, and so I thought it was interesting that they went for the uh, they went for the bald look, um, like regular Martians. Um, but my curiosity with that is if that she is modeling her look off of him because she's actually a white Martian. Oh. She's not uh, typically a green one, but she pretends to, she pretends to be a green one. So Jean accepts her, but she's actually a white one. She's not an evil one. She just, she just looks different. Um, and she does, she does not believe in the white Martian ways, but, um, but so Jean accepts her. So I, I was curious if she's just modeling her look off of him for that, for that reason, or because it's, it's, it's it's also difficult to CG hair, and so it'd be easier to make her bald. Who's to say? There are a lot of there are a lot of. I'm reasons. gonna guess it was the latter there. With the, it was easier to to do her bald. But I also like that I like that theory because because Palmer, you had you were earlier saying that you're not sure you believe that she actually is Megan Moore's. So are you? Do you do you like that theory that maybe she's a white Martian, but she's morphing to be a green Martian to show him what he wants to see? I like that theory, uh, but not for that reason. Um, I like the theory that it seems like nothing is ever done on this show accidentally or when it's like, oh, is it budget or are they just doing this because it's easier? Tends to never be the case. So then what do you, why, so what, what do you think the reason is then? Or do you think there is a reason? Uh, I, I believe it is to, 
to still disguise who she is and still get her off the hook because he knows there's something that she was hiding. And now uh, if she appears like this, she can be like, he can be like, oh, that's what it was. You know, and she can still kind of hide her way. So you think she's some other form of shapeshifter? Yes. Interesting. Okay. No, she's he's just pulling stuff out of his butt. Hey, <laughs> you pulled the Martian Manhunter the same way. This is true, but I feel like there's more precedent for that one than <laughs> than this. Doesn't matter. Either way, we'll wait and see. This episode has been extremely long, so uh, let's um, we'll uh, we'll say uh, goodbye here. So until next time, Frank says, up, up and away.